Hey, welcome to Whitefields Community Church Sermon Extra. Great to have you with us today. And uh, we are uh, back in our series, Spirit-Filled Life, and we were looking at Galatians chapter 5 with a guest, our guest speaker, Sean Gilliam, who's one of the elders here at the church, and he shared with us on the fruit of the Spirit. And if you missed that sermon, you can go to whitefieldschurch.com and you can download it there. And of course, it's up on YouTube, um, on our YouTube channel, Whitefields Church, and also on Facebook. And if you would, please subscribe, like, hit that like, smash that like button, whatever it is, and uh, and uh, it just certainly helps us up you know, get in the algorithm getting this stuff out there uh, and so that when people are Googling these phrases, these ideas and thoughts, we can provide them with uh, gospel-centered, Christ-centered qu- uh, answers to their questions. And also we're on all your streaming platforms um, and all your podcast pr- platforms that you might use, Google Play, Apple Music, and all of those as well. So give us a like, uh, subscribe, share it, leave us a comment, um, you know, rate and review, five stars always works, certainly helps us out and we'd really appreciate that share it with your friends as well if this you know if these messages minister to you you know share it with somebody you know know how god can and use this you don't have the words to say maybe you know somebody else does through this message can speak it to your friends so go ahead and do that we are so yeah once again we were in here uh and so sean's not with us today so pastor nick here is going to uh, share with us a few thoughts on this uh, a passage. And so the fruit of the Spirit, or is it the fruits of the Spirit? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, in the Greek text, it says fruit of the Spirit, which is interesting because the earlier word is deeds of the flesh. That's what it's contrasted with. And deeds is plural. Uh, fruit is singular. Um, and so one way of looking at it is that there is one fruit of the Spirit which manifests itself in different ways. Uh, the other way of looking at it is that it's a word like moose, right? Which moose can be plural or it can be singular. So could be that, or it could be that there's one fruit of the Spirit which manifests itself in multiple ways. That's the approach I've always kind of taken to it. I think it makes the most sense. And I think it makes sense in a a more biblical view or like a holistic biblical view of the topic of love. And and I want to get into that in a second. But here's what it says um, about the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love. And then it gives a a list. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And so these things, are they the fruits of the Spirit? Are they the fruit of the Spirit? Is there one? I would say, yeah, I think that these are all... Uh, subcategories or descriptors of what love is like, ways that love manifests itself. And I think why this is so important is because as we've been talking about the Holy Spirit, we've laid the foundation. The Holy Spirit is God, right? And that's really important because it means that as we put our faith in in Jesus and what he accomplished for us in the gospel, the Holy Spirit comes and takes up residency in us. And one of the works of the Holy Spirit, one of the primary works is this work of inner transformation. This is what is talked about in the Old Testament when it talks about the indwelling, which was to come at that time, which has now come in Jesus. It's what's talked about like in First Peter, the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit is what's mentioned there. And uh, it's what we read about throughout like in Second. Corinthians, where it says that we're being transformed uh, as we behold the Lord. And it says, this is by the Holy Spirit that you're being transformed. So all that to say, what are we being transformed into? We're being transformed, Romans chapter 8 says in verse 29, into the image of Christ. And this is really important because we're told in 1 John that God is love. So if God is love, Jesus is love, um, 
in human flesh, you know, come to us with, you know, with feet on and, and skin on, then, and we're being transformed by the Holy Spirit into the image of Christ, who is God, right? It, who is this embodiment of love. And that means that these are the characteristics which will be present as the Holy Spirit is transforming us. And the way I would like to think about it is like this, and I would encourage everybody to think about it. This isn't, now on the one hand, there is a bit of doing, right? So we're told to, for example, in Colossians 3, take off the old man and put on the new man, right? Uh, take off, put to death the deeds of the flesh. These are action words. But on the other hand, fruit is a very passive thing. And fruit is the result of something at work inside of you that you can't see. So for example, if you walk by a, a fruit tree, you're not going to see that fruit tree grunting or striving, straining itself to produce fruit. The fruit is the result of something that's happening below the surface inside and it's producing this this beautiful fruit. And what, think about what fruit does. I mean, there are exceptions, of course, where there are some fruits that are poisonous, but the general idea of fruit here is that fruit is delightful. It's good. It's refreshing. It is nutritious. And you think about it like that, that these are the things the Holy Spirit is doing in us. And who benefits from the fruit? The tree doesn't really benefit from the fruit. What benefit, Other people benefit from the fruit. And so as the Holy Spirit is at work within us, as we are surrendering ourselves to the leading of the Holy Spirit and the, the transformative work of the Holy Spirit, these fruits are being produced in us by God who is at work within us. And who benefits from them? Other people. Other people benefit from love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Now, of course, there are some, some benefits that we also derive as a result of showing those things and having those things present in our lives. But, um, but generally other people, you know, my wife, my kids, um, people I work with are going to benefit from me having the fruits of the spirit. So how do you have the fruits of the spirit? Let's go to what Jesus said. You remember three big chapters on the Holy Spirit in the gospel of John, John 14, 15, and 16. 14 is about what the Holy Spirit will do when he comes. 16 gets into a little more detail, but 15 is about abiding in the vine. And it's that same picture of a vine that produces fruit, right? And so what do you do to produce fruit? You abide in the vine. You stay connected to Jesus. You, you keep walking in the Spirit. And these things will be produced. You know, you could go through this list and say that each of these things is a descriptor of what Jesus is like. You know, Jesus is love embodied, right? Joy, Hebrews 1 verse 9, it says that Jesus was anointed with the oil of gladness above all his companions. He was the happiest person who ever lived. Peace, he's the prince of peace, right? Patience, long-suffering is one of the attributes of God. Kindness, I mean, think about that. I think that we've talked about this before, right? Sometimes people think that they're a hero for being a jerk for Jesus, right? But Jesus, he was full of truth, and yet he's full of kindness. You know, you could just go down the line. Goodness, you know. That, that just kind of summarizes it all. Faithfulness, right? Gentleness. Jesus described himself as meek and self-control, you know? So, I mean, that's another one where it's power under control. That Jesus in the garden could have run away. For in the garden of Gethsemane, he could have easily just not even run. He could have just walked out of the garden into the night and walked away from the cross. And yet he, he went and did what God told him to do, the Father told him to do, um, 
And, and so what we see is that we see these attributes in Jesus. And as the Holy Spirit is within us, he's working in us to change our job. Stay connected to that vine. Yeah, no, those are great, great, great thoughts. Great thoughts, walking in the Spirit, walking in the in the, those things that God has, as Ephesians tells us, He's already laid them out in front of us, you know, to walk the path, to walk the, that He's already laid out for us. And, yeah, so if you missed some of that, uh, you know, definitely get over uh, to whitefieldschurch.com. You can download it there. But we also want to give you a preview. Uh, for this next week, we'll be finishing our series in the Spirit-Filled Life. And what are we going to be talking about this the Sunday? The gifts of the Spirit. The gifts of the Spirit. And we have... 35 minutes to do it. <laughs> yeah. So, well, it's going to be good. He's going to speed talk. I'm going to have a printout. <laughs> people love printouts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last uh, time we did a printout, people couldn't get enough. Yeah. You follow along. Yep. So, and what else is going to happen on, uh, on Sunday? Father's Day. Oh, nice. Guys, bring your dad. Dads, bring your kids. Use this opportunity. This is an opportunity for you to say, hey, what do you want to do today, Dad? Hey, I want to worship the Lord. It's a way for you to, to say, hey, kids, this is what we prioritize. You know, we, we prioritize studying the Word and seeking the Lord together. And, uh, and they can't argue with you if it's Father's Day. And also, guys, bring your dad. Say, hey, Dad, let's go to church. And then after church, we'll go do something together. And, um, yeah, I just think about in Deuteronomy, right? The fathers are told, you know, to speak to their children as they walk along the way, as they lay down in their beds at night, like to, to keep talking about things of the Lord. So dads, we want to encourage you uh, to come out this Sunday and uh, just as a, as a kind of gift from us to you, uh, all the men who come out, whether your father or not, we're not checking your card to see like if you have a kid or not, or <laughs> is that actually your kid? Did you bring the neighbor's kid? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we have a food truck coming and we'll give you a voucher and we'd love for you to join us. Yeah, no, that's going to be a great, that's going to be great. Well, we look forward to seeing you on Sunday. We look forward to seeing you next week. Whitefieldschurch.com. Get over there and uh, download any sermons you missed. Go ahead and share them with people. And uh, just, you know, enjoy walking in the fruit of the Spirit this week. God bless.